You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Okay, Ulysses, um, this is something that we didn't have a chance to really dive into last week, but it is very interesting and could have major, major implications for the sport we love, the game of baseball going forward. So Major League Baseball is set to experiment with several rules changes in the minor leagues beginning this year, and their overall goals, we'll get to these rule changes one by one, but essentially is to increase action, improve pace of play, uh, decrease the length of games in some form or fashion, reduce player injuries, and create more balls in play. So this is what uh, MLB is going to do with – they're going to implement these various rules at various levels of the minor leagues, and I count six different things here. So one – Slightly larger bases with a less slippery surface in all AAA leagues. Two, a requirement that all four infielders have their cleats within the outer boundary of the infield dirt when the pitch is delivered. That'll be in all AA leagues. Three, a requirement that pitchers must step off the rubber to attempt a pickoff, all high A leagues. Four, a limit of two pickoff attempts per plate appearance. That's in all low A leagues. Uh, Five, a 15-second pitch clock in low A West only leagues or teams, I guess. Uh, And lastly, an automatic ball strike system in the low A Southeast only. Uh, And again, these are just being tested out. This doesn't mean necessarily they're going to be in Major League Baseball anytime soon, but it is interesting that they are considering these things and some couple all few uh, very some of these things could be implemented at some point in the major so ulysses you are a baseball lifer in some form or fashion a baseball traditionalist what do you think about these rules changes that are in the minors that could be in time in the major leagues well, I'll add one more, uh, which is okay. that the batter will actually be required to be quote unquote attentive to the pitcher with eight seconds left on that clock of 15 seconds, because if he's not attentive, then it would be an automatic strike. So okay. let's, uh, so th- that we'll add that one to it. The macro picture that I have from this is great, mm-hmm. good. MLB is actually doing something in order to make, to make this the, the game that we love. Uh, that's frankly sometimes boring. Um, you know, we got to say the, the, you 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 got you got to do something. Okay, the three um, outcome approach. It, it's it's getting to a lot of baseball people, and and I know that if you're obsessed about baseball and and you might hear these uh, feelings, you can say, well, you know, you don't have to watch baseball, you know. But that's the problem. 
we want people to watch baseball. We don't want people that love baseball to start hating baseball, to start even not even hating because sometimes hate is such a powerful emotion that it might even instigate you to even watch it even more, but indifference. That's the one that you have to really kill is indifference to the sport. If there's indifference to baseball, that can be a, a very huge red flag. So I, I, I will applaud uh, the fact that MLB is not only trying new things to, to get that pace of play a little bit quicker, uh, so that so that you get your two and a half hour games instead of your four and a half hour games. Um, the fact that you get a little bit more athleticism involved, the mm-hmm. fact that you get a little bit more balls in play involved, the, the, the fact that you're going to not have to see a lot of Nomar Garcia, para wristband, helmet, oh elbow touches, and then like a little, you know, floss dance before you get into the box every every time i mean that's all good and well however that's me saying good things about mlb which doesn't really happen that often in this podcast and you know that Mm -hmm. but this is where the cons come the cba is done at the end of the year so we can't just say oh good job mlb we know why they're doing this they want to have some evidence some actual numbers to see what these changes look like and it looked like in actual baseball and not just theory so that they can slip some of these changes on that cba that's going to expire this year so let's not pretend that mlb these things maybe not all of them maybe one of them maybe seven of them we don't know but some of these are going to be talked about into the cba and that's very important for us to say this Okay. So out of all these things, six, six and a half, seven, all these things are, that are being thrown out there, would you be okay if all of them are implemented at some point in the major leagues? Or is there one that's like, hold the phone, let's not include this one or that one? I am the most against the eliminating, eliminating the shift. Or at right. least, I mean, maybe eliminating the shift is, is a hard um, thing to say. It just bothers me, Kevin, because it's them taking a stance against pioneering against something that has been happening since the 40s okay let's never forget how the shift actually started uh was with uh lou boudreau the cleveland shortstop and uh, manager player managers uh what what a lovely thing to to have witnessed we did not get to do that (laughs) but uh you know lou wanted to to kind of say how do we stop ted williams from being Ted Williams and he created this shift. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's going, it, it's MLB saying, Oh, we are, ch- we're changed. The, the game is out of whack with these shifts. We got to go back to old timey baseball, but <laughs> the shifts against Ted Williams started in 46. Right. So, I mean, it, that's all timey. I mean, t- is Ted Williams, Teddy ball game, not old timey baseball and he faced shifts. So I believe that eliminating or whatever word you want to use, for this rule change against the shift, I think it's stupid. I think uh, it, it, it rewards players for being stubborn and and not trying to do something else with their swing. Uh, I think it um, eliminates creative thought in the front office, and uh, I, it's just not good for yeah. baseball ultimately. You know what? It's so funny because I agree with you. I actually am okay and all board on board with all of these things. And what I like even more about most of them, if not all of them, is the fact that several of these are being tried out at the lower levels of the minors, getting players 
and coaches and managers adjusted to them. And okay, you've dealt with this now for a couple of years. You were introduced to this as you became a minor leaguer. So it becomes natural to you. But I do agree with you on the shift thing. Now, I don't know if they've, I think they're still trying to figure that out because as the rule states is that you'd basically have to have four infielders in the infield, but you could technically have them, you could have three to one side or the other side. Although I think there's a clause in there that maybe in the second half of the year, they could change that to where you've got to have two infielders on each side. So, but as I read the rule right now, I mean, starting game one of double a or the first half of double a, could you not just bring another outfielder in? Like, I know it kind of, it limits the shift, but it doesn't totally negate it or outlaw it to some extent. We could, we, I guess ad- adapting or minimizing the shift would be a yeah. better word. Minimizing the gotcha. shift better than eliminating. Uh, yes, 100%. It does not say how many can infielders can be on one side of the, the second base bag or, or not, but it could ultimately be, be that, right? It could be, said, it could be said, no, only two infielders can be on the side of the left, uh, 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 left of second base and two on the right of second base. But like you said, if they use the word infielders, couldn't you also kind of then shift a little bit of the outfield guys mm-hmm. so that they might not be on the dirt necessarily, but they could actually function as uh, as a quasi shift of old, quote unquote, of you know 2019. Um, a lot of things could happen, but that's the one that I'm, I'm the least attractive uh, attracted to uh, right now because the other ones makes sense to me. It makes sense how they would be able to uh, increase balls in play. It would increase uh, stolen base attempts, which I dearly, dearly miss. Kevin, it would be so exciting to see more stolen bases in the game. It would be more exciting for players like Malik Smith to, to be involved. Uh, I, I want to see Vidal Bruhan start to, to, to steal. Wander Franco got stole, got, uh, got caught stealing in, in spring training, and I was so happy about it. I will never be as happy for a caught stealing by a race player than I was a couple of days ago when I saw Wander Franco uh, in, in, in spring training get caught. Yes, do that. I want to steal. And by putting that size enlargement to 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 the bags 15 by 15 inches as they currently stand to 18 by 18 inches remember that three inches it's all in the fair side of fair space so now players are going to have a little bit of more advantage to get to be safe at second base and i think that's just good for baseball i want to see that i want to see more stolen bags yeah and that could increase more bunt opportunities and guys legging out ground balls and being safe at first or whatever it may be. Look, we'll continue this discussion, uh, much more to talk about this, but first we've got to tell you about one of our good friends and that is rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. 
Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It just doesn't make any sense at all. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you to the right place. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. You know, Ulysses, as we were talking about this, I am really excited and would be really excited if the larger bag became a thing because think about all the raised prospects, all the speedy, athletic, middle infield types they have on the come up. The Xavier Edwards, the Vidal Brujans, the Greg Jones, um, Wander Franco, the list goes on and on. Josh Lowe and guys they already have on the roster. Think about how many bags Randy Rosarena could possibly steal. Like that is that is a fun part of the game. And two, you know, tied into that, at first, look, I had been very critical about the robot automatic striking mm-hmm. balls and everything. But if you pair that with the larger bags and the propensity for teams to steal more bases and you're not eliminating, look, in a, in a sense, I like how these two, how these two things are tied in because people talk about, well, then you're, you're losing pitch framing. What's the point of pitch framing? But in lieu of pitch framing, you're going to need a catcher that is going to need to have the ability to throw out guys and to pick guys off. So you're still going to need defensive catchers and maybe more so now. And, and there's still the part of the game of, of blocking pitches uh, and, still and calling games and, yeah. and managing a team. That, that's all, that, that, that all remains too. So while framing would certainly be de-emphasized, if not eliminated, but you're going to have a, a lot more action on the base pass. So you better have a guy that's got a rocket of an arm and an accurate arm at that. So although the, the, the cut stealing percentages, they will go down as a whole, like we're 40% might be, you know, was elite before it might be 32 or 35%. So agents better do their due diligence and homework say, no, this is the new norm. 30, 32. You're, you're great at throwing out, throwing out base runners when the bag is 18 by 18. And this is why you're going to have to first kind of put this theory, put these rule changes down in the minor leagues and see what actual, uh, you know, effects come because there are going to be some side effects that we're not going to be privy of knowing until it actually is put into play. So, no, I, I agree with that. Uh, you know, the, the fact that a Zunino, for example, you might say, well, you know, why would you carry a Zunino on your team anymore? Let's just fill it up, up with uh, Kevon Smith's. Well, the problem is people are not going to be stealing a quite, quite a bit now. So, yeah, that guy that used to be 38% might now take a dent to 31%. But that's the new elite now. So right. now you have an, you still have an elite uh, throwing catcher. So I think that, that's great. And look, anytime you can get the strike calling and the ball calling more accurate, I think that the game gets better for fans and players. So I'm never going to shy away from automizing the, the the strike zone but you you bring up a really good point with how the rays have these players coming up because it also affects the shift if you learn how to hit everywhere spray the ball everywhere if you are a guy that uh, can 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 switch hit like a lot of these uh, infielders are in the minors for the race 
then it doesn't matter if they shift or the shift is on, if the shift is off, it does not matter to you. Okay. If you're a, a, a switch header that can spray the ball everywhere. So, I mean, this is actually, it's kind of like the Rays saw the writing on the wall a few years of like, yeah. hmm, MLB might put a stop to the shift. How do we get, a, if that is to be the future, how do we, you know, counteract that measure? And that's by having switch hitters like they, they, like they do with the minors, a lot of them, and the draft picks keep on coming and they're switch hitter infielders and then they can hit the, the ball all over the place. Right. So that's how you, you get away with that. But no, it, it really, honestly, uh, I will miss kind of the pickoff throws if we can move on to, to an, right. another part of the, of the rule changes. The pickoffs, you know, it is kind of fun throwing the first and throwing the first and, and kind of the mind game that of I'm going to tire you out throwing back to first and you have to slide back and you have to slide back and you have to slide back. And then it kind of <laughs> tires the runner out. And then you're seeing, okay, who is going to win this? Is it going to be the batter? Is it going to be the runner? Is it going to be the pitcher? It's, it's a very, I, I like that about the game, but I understand that you kind of improve the, 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 the situation by having, look, there's only three, you get two throws, right? to that bag. The third one, if the runner is not out, then you're going to be awarded a balk and those runners are going to advance base. So now it's a little bit even more intense of, of what is going to happen. And that's good. You're creating a suspenseful uh, event where there wasn't uh, before. And, and so that's good by Theo and Raul Ibanez and everybody else that's now involved in these rule changes. You talk about bringing more intense and more, I got to see this moment must watch moment. And I am mm -hmm. not going to take credit for this idea, but I think it is an intriguing idea since we're on the subject about radical rules changes. I mean, uh, <laughs> this was brought up. Uh, we always are. <laughs> yeah, I know this was brought up by uh, David Sampson, the former Miami Marlins uh, mm. president on his podcast several weeks ago. And he was part of the MLB's competition committee and I guess just about every year he would bring up this idea that in the ninth inning, a team could pick any three hitters to go to the plate, no matter the order. So you could have your seven, eight, nine hitters do up in a normal scenario, but you'd say, no, I think I'll have uh, Brandon Lau, Austin Meadows, and Randy Rosarena bat against <laughs> your closer. Talk about good on good and talk about adding suspense Oof. and intensity in a, in a must-watch moment. And the other team can do it too. Your three best hitters or how you, however you want to work the, the lefty righty matchups, whatever you want to do. And I don't know if that would extend to extra innings too. I, maybe it would, maybe it wouldn't, but um, I think in a close game like that, that could, that could bring some, okay, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll sit here for the next 20, 30 minutes and, and before changing the channel to something else. I think that does increase the intensity, but it might be a little bit too, um, pioneering for for my right. traditionalist blood to take on march 16th of I gotcha. 2021 but so it was, so we'll put a pin on on that one specifically but i did like what theo epstein said about these rule changes i'll read you the quote uh, it was very interesting he says mlb must be thoughtful and intentional about progressing toward the very best version of baseball a version that is true to its essence and has enough consistent action and athleticism on display to entertain fans of all ages. 
Now, that's a very interesting quote, because if you just read it kind of in passing, it just reads kind of fluff. But I believe that it doesn't. I I, I don't think that's a, a fluff. I think what he's trying to say is we're going to make as many radical changes as possible within the framework of Ed being the same game that Teddy ball game played. Right. And that's exactly what you need to do with baseball. Uh, because you've got guys that want to change it a hundred percent and you've got people that want to, you know, have it still in black and white, you know, (laughs) and and never move from uh, Wrigley field or or Fenway park. So I get, I get both sides, but what Theo is trying to say is that we need to do some changes, but we also don't need to rehaul the game that we love because we ultimately love this game as it was. We fell in love with it, how it was, not how we would be in 30 or 40 years. So you don't have to change too much. For example, the, the enlarging of the bags, I think that's fantastic. I, I, re, I really think that's a, it's a nice, well thought out um, uh, change. Yeah. Now, if it, if it, after two years in the minors and it's completely a horrific side effect that we never saw it coming, then yeah, delete it. But I, I, I do like where they're coming from, from a perspective of let's make the game better, entertaining without changing its DNA. I wonder what Theo Epstein would think about my seven-inning ballgame proposal. Look, <laughs> that kills two birds with one stone. That, that cuts down on the length of games and cuts down on injuries. That would games. I, can't, I can't do it just because of the perfect okay. games. What about this? What about this? Stay with okay. me here. Um, I'll give you a couple options. One, because I've been thinking about this. This is one thing I thought about uh, with all these rules changes. I was like, here, let me, I'll throw in another. Just a little okay. asterisk, very small print. All games will be in seven innings. Uh, but <laughs> no. Um, so one, uh, weekday games are seven innings. And weekend games, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, are nine innings. That would be one option. Okay. Another would be, uh, okay, if you have a three-game series, one game is nine innings, a second game is eight innings, a third game is seven innings, or you do a reverse. The first game is seven, second is eight, third is nine, fourth would be seven or nine, however you want to do it that way where it's it's fewer innings. I, I get back to the point of, look, you look at all the other sports leagues. Um, NFL is 16 games. They're, they're each about three and a half hours. NBA and NHL, they have 82 games. They're each about two and a half hours. Uh, MLB got 162 games and each one of those on average is three hours and change. So if I'm watching my favorite NFL team, I'm just investing 56 hours. My favorite NBA NHL team, I'm investing 205 hours. If I want to watch and really consume my favorite MLB team, that's 500 hours that I've got to devote to following this team. And look, so I, I'm I, talking I, about I decreasing supply, increasing demand. That, that's, I, that's my sole purpose here. Like Stu Sternberg with his Montreal plan. I look, we, we, we both are lovers of, uh, of economics, so uh, that, that makes 100% uh, uh, sense. The problem is will people that don't already watch nine innings of baseball on a Wednesday night, are they now all of a sudden going to say, oh, it's seven innings, I'm going to turn in? Those people, are, do they actually exist? If they do, are they a larger crowd than the people that love watching nine inning games or extra inning games on a Wednesday night? And then they're told, actually, you only get seven innings of, of ball game. 
would that number decrease and then would it be bigger than that other first crowd? That's, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. There. So, but everybody's saying that games are too long as it is. So, Hey, look, it's too slow. Every, it's too think, long. There's too I many. Any, any, any pace of, of play rule about the timing, if it's actually enforced, I'm going to be a hundred percent. in that, uh, that one I added, uh, uh, at the top of the show, uh, I added it because I thought it was really smart. The, the batter will be required to be attentive to the pitcher with eight seconds left on the clock. You watch college baseball right now, uh, the, the lighter kid and a, and a few other uh, pitchers right now, they're on the mound and they're ready to go. As soon as yeah. that guy is done twirling his bat, oh, flipping his hair, and uh, do I look good for ESPN? Grabbing his jock strap, yeah, all that. Uh-huh, yeah, grabbing your, your junk. Okay, look, get in the inbox. I'm going to strike you out anyway kind of thing. Yeah. I love that by the college pitchers. That needs to happen more. The, the batter stop, needs to stop being a prima donna with his 17 headbands. Look, dude, if you're that good, you're going to fail 70% of the time. Yeah. So even if you're really good, you suck. Okay. So get to the box right. and, and, and let's move on. And I feel like too, the longer you take, you're just delaying the inevitable. You're just allowing more thoughts to come into your head. Just get up there. Think, get ready for the pitch. Yeah. See ball, hit ball and go from there with that. All right. Uh, we got some listener comments and reaction on these minor league rules changes that'll be implemented. Uh, but first got to tell you about a couple of our, a couple about a couple more of our good friends like bet online bet online.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action football may be over but the nba college basketball and the nhl are in full swing bet online even covers awards tv shows and reality tv real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, it is the absolute, absolute best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. That's great. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and use that promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Uh, go to BuiltBar.com or at Built underscore Bar on Twitter to check them out. So many different flavors to choose from. You definitely won't get bored. And there, I can speak from experience. They are all extremely, extremely delicious. And remember to use that promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, 15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Okay, Ulysses, we put a poll up on Twitter regarding these minor league rules changes that will be implemented beginning with the 2021 season. Uh, Love it. Like some of it, don't care. Stop changing the game. Uh, the poll results say 5% love these rules changes. 40% say I like some of it. 7.5% do not care. It's like minor leagues, not in the majors yet, not even going to pay attention to it. And then 47.5%, the majority uh, of this poll say stop changing the game. Not enough. Stop, stop toying around with these things. <laughs> and uh, we got some comments from some listeners on Twitter uh, Dustin Payne says, I'm actually interested in seeing the results. 
Robert says, robot umpires kind of sucks. The human element of the strike zone makes it pretty unique. Shift is whatever, but David Ortiz learned to hit against it. Pretty wild. I will say this about the robot umpire thing. Um, at least with automatic balls and strikes calls, we would we couldn't use that excuse anymore. Oh, we got jobbed. We got robbed because we nope. had Angel Hernandez or Joe Wett. Like that would be. And that's good. You can't use that argument anymore. You can't. Nope. And that would be great. That would be great to not have a Ben Zobras Joe Nathan moment in Texas where the ball doesn't even cross the plate and it's called a strike with the with, with the winning run on, on base. Yeah, game people. I remember that game. I still go. I still have nightmares about that game. Uh, ridiculous. So no. I'm, I'm sorry, Robert. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following us. But, but man, I, I just do not. Uh, I do not understand yeah. that human element. Um, you know, uh, for the strike zone. I want things to be a strike, to be called a strike. I want things to be a ball, to be called a ball. And if anything, I think they said they might even have to add another umpire to keep watch of the. Okay, are you? Is the is the pitcher taking too much time to get to the plate? And going for great, so, More, yeah. create jobs, MLB. Good for yeah. you, MLB. There we go. Love it. Uh, Matt Germain says, uh, baseball would have more success with no more blackouts, moving fences back, uh, 15 feet, I assume, in most home run friendly stadiums, reducing the foul ground and pushing the rubber back one foot and seeing how it goes. Mm. Uh, Rake and Randy says, I like robot umps just for home plate, hate the shift elimination, don't care about the other two. Uh, okay. And then, uh, Danny is King on Twitter says the idea of quote, eliminating the shift stifling strategy and innovation makes me so angry that I can't even respond, debate the idiots who want this disrespectfully (laughs) F those people. They're bad for baseball. Okay. Well, look, I minor leagues, I'm, I'm willing to take a look and see how this shift negation or de de emphasizing the shift or minimizing how much and how often you can shift. I'm willing to see how it works in the minor leagues and go from there. I don't know if it ever becomes, but I think it's kind of fun, quite frankly, to see like, Oh, we see four outfielders. We see all these unique defensive positions. It, if you don't like it, beat it, find a way to beat it. Don't, don't be a Joey Gallo and pull every single ball. Like all these rules really help the, the all around player instead of the one trick point. It helps the Nick Marcakis as opposed to the guy who can only do one thing and one well, thing only. I, that's 100% true about, hey, look, who do I want in the box? One that, the one that can pull it or can spray it. Uh, I would rather the guy that can spray it most of the time. Um, but uh, it also has to do with, you know, going against the, the game of baseball did not say that these guys have to be positioned in, 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 in a particular spot on the field. That's so genius. You could right. literally just put like six guys in the outfield and it would be completely okay in the rules. So by putting this 2021 rule, if it actually ends up being an MLB, uh, this is all if it ends up being an MLB, uh, I just, I wouldn't like it. I really, right. I, I think because then you're going against traditional baseball. Look, the fact that Ted Williams got shifted on should, should appease every baseball fan uh that this is how baseball can be played from the beginning right okay from 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 genesis so that that's number one with what matt germain said that's really interesting 
the number one, yeah, no more blackouts. I think that was more right. tongue in cheek because I think every baseball fan knows that. Uh, I think uh, no more blackouts would be a blessing for 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 everybody. But the second one is really interesting, which is uh, move back the fences in home run friendly stadiums in the top fifteen home run friendly stadiums. Move back. I don't know how how much he means, but let's say if it's 15 feet, like you said, or whatever. Okay, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, he said in the 15, so half the ballparks. Okay, I misread him. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, wh- whatever the X feet is to move okay. back, I think that would be really interesting because then you're saying to, to, to ball players two things. Look, the ball is dead. It's not going to jump. And number right. two, it's going to be harder to get those Austin Meadows home runs in the first uh, on the first row, second row. So... Uh, go for the gaps, move the runner. Uh, don't sell out for, for home runs. Cause they're not that easy. That, that one, I also see like a, a good change for baseball. Yeah. And you know, you talk about, I guess, making it well, moving fences back. And then at the same time, he wants to push the rubber back one foot. You know, I don't know if you need to do all that necessarily, because if you do add in the, the rule about, um, pickoffs and you're making the bases larger, which is encouraging more steals and more, more traffic on the base paths that, that in essence is going to put pitchers in a more difficult spot as it is. So that might even the playing field a little bit for batters. So you might not have to, that, that might work itself out. I mean, that, that runner goes from, okay, he, he gets on with a, uh, he, he grounds one to short and he makes it to first and then he steals second. That's a lot of pressure sometimes on a young pitcher and, and, it blows up from there where the talk is being so much about these pitchers are so dominant. They've got so much velocity. They have so much spin and it's, it's all or nothing these days. Like that, that might solve some of those issues with just adding more athleticism and action to the game where it's some guys don't have the gumption to, to handle traffic on the bases. So not only that, but let's go with the scientific theory, right? Uh, you know, when you're doing an experiment, what is it just a variable at a time? Let's, let's just want a little bit change here yeah. and then let's see how the effects one change. Let's see the effect. I feel like if MLB just chucks seven changes on uh, at least on MLB level type uh, of playing field right now in the minors, look, they can do whatever they want in the minor leagues. That, this right. is how I feel kind of a spring training stats. Do they matter? No. Uh, you know, rules in the minor leagues. It's kind of like college. You just got to get the degree. Is, right. You, know, you, you just need the degree. It doesn't really matter. No, no employer is going to ask, oh, you were a 4.0 instead of a 3.7 right. GPA. It doesn't matter. Same thing with the minor leagues. Just get through them. Just get through them. Right. Uh, so, yeah, institute as many rule changes as you want in the minor leagues. But when it comes to MLB, I would like it to be one at a time rather than we're just going to change the whole game for 2021 and just <laughs> hit five rule changes. I would just like to see one after the other. Right. And, and the last thing that I'll say is, you know, when we talk about the shift and possibly eliminating the shift, like how far does that go? Will that then extend to pitchers on the rubber? Can you not stand on the first base side, third base side? Do you have to stand right on the center? Like, are you going to take it to that extreme? Like it can be sometimes matriculating one thing after another, but on the whole, like we mentioned at the top of the show, I mean, we're we're all for trying things out to to make the game more enjoyable, more action, uh, less, uh, less just lengthy and boring. Like there's a reason we're not tuning into every spring training game here, folks. Like, yes, 
Uh, we're just going from there with that. Okay, uh, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Bets podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.